Hello everybody, I'm Kyle. And I'm David. And uh, today's, uh, today's topic is going to be, um, well, a number of things, but we'll begin with ref uh, referring to one of our previous podcasts, to all you lovely listeners out there. And, I, and we specifically said, don't you fucking spammers. Yes. So what's they done? Yes, our, uh, our lovely email account. Went, went to go on tonight to check uh, what kind of listener mail we had and uh, got to log in and it says, your account's been blocked. Some pricks have uh, hacked your account and sent out spam to everybody using your email address. So, <laughs> so fucking nice of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in the process now of trying to unblock the account, but it seems to be a bit harder than it is, partly because my computer is like, run like one of the computers from the Flintstones. I think there's a bird in there, like, controlling the whole thing. It's that shit. Yeah. I mean, my computer's okay, but... To be honest, my computer's got a lot of viruses, so... I wonder, it's a Mac, isn't I it? If... It's a Mac, but it's like... They say it's, like, sandboxed or whatever, but I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, I've never heard that term either. I, I mean, no, I've heard sandboxed. No. Yeah. I think it was, like, a YouTube expression. <laughs> What is it? You know, things that are born on YouTube, like, I don't know. There's a lot of sayings that's born on 4chan as well. Oh, yeah, that place is scary, though, isn't it? That's, like, kind of the, the people that... It's like the, dark, it's like the big, bad, dark web. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, it's not on the dark web, it's on the regular web, but I don't even know how to get on the dark web. That's, like, there's some kind of backdoor. I've seen it in hacker movies, and it's normally, yeah. like, some weird game pops up and there's little skulls and crossbones they've got to click. It's not what hacking's like at all, but I uh, I don't know how what, how you even what, what you even do on that. Are there videos you can watch on the dark web, or are they just like videos it's you don't want to see? Maybe just every video is black, pitch black. You just can't see anything. Or there's just like some really disgusting porn. It's Google, but it's like inverted, so it's like spelled backwards. Elgu or Elug. Elug. Hello. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm best, sorry for typing Google. The best the, search engine the on the dark web. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just type Elug into Google and you're like, everything breaks. Oh, I'm scared to do it now. I'm tempted, but uh, you know what? To screw the place, I'm doing it. <laughs> what are you going to do? The dark web? No, I'm going to type Elug uh, into Google and see what happens. <laughs> Here we go. See what they say. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we just opened up our uh, email address and we just found that. So uh, thank you very much. I'm not sure which episode it was, but um, 17. This is number 18, by the way, everybody. So uh, welcome to 18. It's getting to an acceptable age for all you uh, lady hours. Oh, you, you you didn't say legal <laughs> this time. I was I was waiting for it. Oh, you've you've dropped the legal. ball. Now now it <laughs> is pretty legal. Not in the US anymore. You're, I mean, not legal to drink in America yet. But uh... oh, legal for intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Yes. <laughs> Just because you're legal for intercourse doesn't mean you get an it. <laughs> it says uh, Google Mirror, um, a, a rotated version of Google.com. Kind of Google tricks provides you with a reversed Google site. Oh, it's one of those Google things like Pac-Man and uh, do a barrel roll and stuff. You can type into Google and it makes it do weird shit. Have you ever seen any of them? 
I don't think I've seen them now. Well, there's one I think you can type in. Is it Zerg Rush? And like it's from that StarCraft game, and the Google logo gets shot to pieces and just disappears. It's very weird. There's a few different ones you can type in as well that like make the page fall apart, and then all these other kind of like weird coding tricks they've put into the main page. It's pretty cool. Um, oh, I see what I have been doing um, recently. I've uh, just basically one of my housemates, Bruce, just been like sat sat with him the other night, just videoing him. So just basically playing like uh, what we're we playing, playing something on PlayStation, and I'm just sat there filming him from different angles. And he's like, he's like, hey, Dave, I'm just sat here, gangster chilling, and you video me. It's weird, and then. He was doing all these sexual things with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds quite. It sounds quite gay. So <laughs> my jeans so, run zip. So, <laughs> my button loose. He was. Wait, let me get this straight. He was playing your PlayStation, uh, with sexual things with his mouth. That. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I see. So when you say when you say it like that, anything sounds weird. <laughs> when you say I was saying just, of bumming, I was bumming a man. It sounds gay, but really it wasn't. So I'm not gay, my boyfriend is. <laughs> he, um, he's downstairs if he makes an John, appearance. John, have you left your kegs in bathroom? <laughs> no, no. Someone's left my fucking floor. Crimson on it. Crimson on it. We're recording. Have they got oh, any... Uh... We're recording. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have they got skins in? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Bring him in, snip him. Shut the fuck up. I've got floors. Pick them up. Drop it. Got one. Oh, God. You're getting on the floor. What do you mean, where's my jam? Can't have my jam, that's my jam. And it's conserve. Yeah, I bought some, I bought some conserve. So you people that don't know what that is, that's like a, it's like jam, but it doesn't really have any currency or anything like that. It's really easy to spread. Conserve. Conserve. You ever had it? No, it sounds like something for old people. Like <laughs> I don't know if like they've got adult diapers and need to wipe it on themselves to not get a rash. Conserve. That's what I use. Conserve. And there's some old guy <laughs> smiling in the video. Just like finish it off with a nice heaping of talc. <laughs> <laughs> Conserve and talc. <laughs> Some old lady. It want. keeps me sweet. <laughs> it keeps me sweet and savoury. <laughs> oh, um, vomit blood. Oh yeah. To, to all you people, that that was Bruce that uh, we've mentioned previously in the podcast. One of my housemates, uh. one of Dave's housemates. So he's uh, he's, a, he's a bit of a character. Likes to play his uh, Xbox. I thought you said this PlayStation that he was playing. What is this? Oh, what? yeah, he's got, he's got an Xbox. He was one of them. What's the truth? You told me a while back where you said there's one of your mates, he always like, he trades in PlayStation, gets an Xbox. Trades in Xbox, get a PlayStation. Jazz has done that a few times. I like, got like. Jazz or Bruce? Who are we talking about? Hey? Jazz or Bruce? Who are we talking about? Oh, the same person. Oh, I see. When you say oh, yeah. Jazz, I only picture that guy from uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Oh, that's the black guy, isn't it? Yeah, I thought he was blind for the longest time. I think I've said before. Yes, Stevie Wonder. I think I've said that as well before. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, he's got like 
used to have like an Xbox, but now he's got a PS4 that needs to change his like minds a lot with consoles and that. So he, uh, yeah, but he's uh, lives with me. He's a he's a character. Um, but he'll come in, play on the game with Max, and then he'll be playing on COD and getting a bit too uh, getting a bit too lively for all you listeners. Uh, and then you just heard him coming then shouting about someone's crimson coloured pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one you went skids in. Um, yeah. Um, I think we had a, we had a, another main topic as well. What is going on with Donald Trump? That uh, that's a question for the ages. Um. <laughs> it is. It's like he's, he's become he's become president of the biggest country in the world. And it's like loads of people are just like one one of the things we're just like saying, oh, is he for um, Hillary Clinton? They were just like, yeah, Hillary Clinton's all well and good, but was she in Home Alone too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she wasn't in Home Alone 2, let's vote for him. <laughs> yeah, he he had the coach to be in Home Alone 2. Um, yeah. It, you know, I, it, it was it was horrible for me. Um, you know, uh, there's this guy I follow on Twitter and he's, uh, he's, he's from America but he's moved over here and he said uh, now to like kind of hide my sadness all day at work amongst my English colleagues with humour. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, try the same thing and like uh, I, I got up that morning of like the results and I turned my TV on and he was like ahead by a fair bit but there's still like about four states four or five states to call and I was like okay I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna turn this off go back to sleep maybe uh, hopefully I'm dreaming I'll wake up and it's different and uh, went to sleep well no I didn't I lied there in my bed for an hour just staring at the ceiling going oh god no no and then I turned my TV back on and they were declaring that he'd won and I was just like no no I've got to get up and go to work now and like I went in and I just I felt like shit all day I walked in and one of the guys was like what have you done why did you vote for him and I was like I didn't do it it's not my fault and like are oh, you American scum <laughs> spat on me as I walked through um I like I was sat there and there was like there's these girls asking oh what's wrong and I was like nah nah nothing nothing it's uh nah I'm okay and I just sat there like yeah. staring at the table and like that guy the other guy that knew he was sat in there and he was like oh, that's alright and he patted me on the shoulder and it like it helped a little bit just like that pat on the shoulder and telling me it's all right. I was like, ah, oh, thank you. That's that, that's helped. Yeah. I, I felt so shit. To me, it's like, yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit shit, but at the same time, it's like he's got all them advisors around him. So I think I think a lot of stuff he's gone back on what he'd say anyway. Like most presidents. Yeah, yeah. Most people, politics, they kind of like say, oh yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to build 57 new schools and I'm going to eradicate crime and yeah and then when they get into power it's like <laughs> mimosas <brands> for all <laughs> close down schools <laughs> yeah <laughs> I uh so all the hospitals it's like you know what we should do close the hospitals so <laughs> sick people go somewhere else <laughs> they, they had <laughs> who wants sick people <laughs> can't the garbage man do it on the society <laughs> they had uh like it's just, 
that the day he went to meet Obama, like that meeting normally with the incoming president and the outgoing president, it's normally like a fifteen minutes and then the new guy goes. But this one went on for like an hour and a half and they were saying, like, is this is it because Obama was telling him all the stuff that he's got to have ready? Like they so many people don't think Trump expected to win. Like, even uh, he didn't even expect to win. All the stuff he was saying about, like, how the voting was rigged before the election and everything. And then yeah. when he got in, he said, uh, like, um, you've seen all that. And when he won, like, when he went up to kind of accept it, the music that was playing was You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. And it's like, I think that was selected in the, in the event that he lost, that they thought he was going to lose. So they picked that. And it was the only song they had loaded up and ready to play, so they just played it anyway. And it was like, yeah. what? He, what would name it song? Uh, you can't always get what you want. It's from like the Stones, <laughs> and like it's so appropriate. Yeah, and uh, they they said that meeting went on for like an hour and a half between, um, and they think like Obama was probably telling them, look, this is what you've got to do when you're coming in. You've got to have this stuff ready, like within becoming president-elect within a month you have to hire like 3,000 people you have to have all your staff all their secretaries all their helpers all your advisors and everybody and you've got to have your whole thing ready like Mitt Romney that ran against Obama last time he yeah. he had like they said thousands of pages of stuff ready to go in the event that he became president ready to say these are all the people I'm hiring this is all the stuff that gets done. Let's get all these people in. Let's get the ball rolling right away. But Trump's got like none of that. Like right now, I think he's hired his chief of staff. This is like two weeks on. He's hired his chief of staff and I think two or three other people that we know of for positions. And we're like, what? Yeah. As far as I've seen, I've not seen much else. It's uh, it's crazy. Like what? What kind of gets me? There's like, I've got a lot of family back in America they voted for him and yeah. like when talking to him there was there was one of them one of my granddads said I didn't uh, he said I voted because okay. he wasn't he's not like a regular politician maybe he'll be different he says I'm sick of all this it's not about all race or any of that for me it's for this which is the same reason like I voted out of the Brit exit thing it wasn't because I was like get them foreigners out of this land I was like no let's get some better trade deals let's see because the EU things obviously not working everybody's like shit and mm. like even when we first left that everybody was like the country's gonna fail and it went bad but the thing is we've not even left yet so nobody knows anything and everything's kind of gone back to normal it's like and we, we've not left but it's like it, it's proper stupid um, it's true I mean like because we've never like, I think we joined EU. God knows how many years ago, um, and it's like no one knows what it's going to be like leave, leaving, leaving this single market. They're all just going to be like, well, you know, it's like we've people have spoken. They're saying a lot of majority of like older people voted to leave EU, but there's a lot of times when they said we'd get we'd get out of this situation, we'd get out of that situation, and it's like. But they've not. They've said, "Yeah, we've done this." At least they've like give us an option, saying, "Right, if you vote Conservatives back in, 
well, Gears, uh, Gears is an option, they're leaving EU. People have spoken and stuff, and it's like, what I don't agree with is like, all like protectionism and, and tariffs and stuff like that. So basically, like, it used to be back in the day where anyone who imported something from another country, they used to put tariffs on it to protect their own interests. Yeah. So they didn't put taxes and all that sort of stuff. So they make that stuff more expensive. Now, if they just make our stuff more expensive in, in Europe for no reason, I mean, to be honest, it's like our stuff's expensive enough without putting tariffs on, mainly just because there's minimum wage laws. Yeah. If everywhere had minimum wage laws, then it'd be thinking, but it's, it boils down to greed. I mean, like, places can afford to sell things cheap, but they just want to make more profits. Yeah, it's like so, that. that's one of the things that, that Trump was saying about how he was going to bring all these, like, kind of coal mining jobs back and the steel jobs, but... What like some of those people were voting, going yes, I'll I'll be able to get that job back that I loved. I'll be able to go back to work there, but that's not going to happen because China and like countries like and India all produce that stuff a lot cheaper. Nobody's going to go, oh yeah, I'll pay an extra fifty grand for my car because it was made in America by an American that's got the job. No, they're going to go. Now let's pay like my thirty thousand dollars and get my nice car that's going to work and. Sure, it was made somewhere in Asia or Germany or whatever, but you know it's cheaper for it to be made there. I, I don't care. I'm still getting it for the cheap price. Nobody's going to do that. You wouldn't pay the amount it would cost for for a new iPhone if it was made actually in America, but because it's made for like pennies by these like poor people in China or whatever, nobody cares. They get their cheap products, so that's all they give a shit about. Nobody's going to pay extra, and that's what nobody seemed to understand about like that whole thing so many of the things he said people just didn't like understand what he was like they they just didn't didn't think I guess it that's what kind of got me yeah it's it's true that like I say if if you just constantly <coughs> it's always going to be a case that they're looking for cheaper and cheaper stuff like um Walmart apparently they like just try and source cheaper and cheaper products but don't they keep getting into trouble for like bullying staff and all that sort of stuff and it's like we need you need like you need like workers rights it's that it's that balance between fair price fair price something yourself and also a fair price fair, fair price to pay to the person who's made it but at the same time it's like you've got you'll be getting people in China that's getting paid say one pence then we'll probably like get it over here and the person selling it to us will be making like I don't know, like a thousand, yeah. maybe a thousand percent, yeah, ten thousand percent on it, and it's like, so that costs like one pound to make, and you make, and you're charging us six hundred pound for a phone. It's like, is that fair? Yeah, I've seen that on things that cost like six pence to make, and they're selling them for like a pound fifty, and you're like, you don't, wh why? It, it's greed, that, and they're they're companies that are making like a billion pounds profit a year, and you're like. I tell you, do that um, Gillette. So apparently, there were like problems with Gillette a while ago because each razor blade costs something like five pence to make, and they sell like a pack of ten for twenty quid. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why do you charge twenty pounds for them blades? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To make, and it's like, it's just ridiculous. I pay like about a tenner for four, and I'm always like, this pisses me off that I'm paying this kind of money for four blades. It's like four sets of blades. It's it, it's really. I'm considering getting like a um, 
the mate's got this really good sword with this will it's like a I don't know if it's a Wilkinson sword or like a Philip razor, but it's it's eight and it like got all these different sets of beards, but it's like forty five. What like an electric one? Yeah, like an electric one. Yeah, there's this one I keep seeing an ad for, Braun. Oh like I've not normally one for for Karen, but it looks so good, it's like got all these different angles, it just goes down your face, you've not got to like try and not slice yourself up as you're going around different corners and stuff, it just kind of moves all to it, it's so much better. Yeah, it's um, yeah, people are greedy, but sorry, I mean, my mind's another thing, so when Jazz just burst in and just goes, these are disgusting case. <laughs> Yeah, he comes. He comes to the bottom of the stairs like about two minutes ago. Just say, "Hey," just sent me a text. And I just went, "Oh, Jazz, I'm doing a podcast." And then he just went in his room. <laughs> 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 uh, he's um, nah, he's a character. I've got I've got some mates that are just like absolutely, they're such characters, and that I've been putting some stuff in my scripts. Like um, I was I was saying on previous podcasts that I've been writing this film script, and I'm basing characters on what people say. But stuff like Jared says stuff like oh, it's Jared slash Bruce because oh, uh, you know you're not saying close but no cigar. Yeah. He just says oh close but no fag. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, what's that? that about? I think he's coined that to be honest. But he said he said his boss came up with another you know, saying the other days because well there's too much toilet paper being used around here. Uh, <laughs> all you need is three sheets one foot front one foot back and one foot polishing wait wait wait, wait, wait <laughs> where does he work where the, the boss is saying too much toilet paper is being used he works at a parking firm <laughs> wait <laughs> wait when you a parking firm okay did, did they <laughs> wait wait is this a posh way of saying like a car park steward or something or no, he's not one of those that goes around like the town centre and puts tickets on people's cars. No, no. Is it like a like where people like like pull up and he's like, "That'll be three quid," or what? What is it? <laughs> That'll be three quid. <laughs> no, he's um, see his firm. It's like uh, it's like a private company, and they have like lots of sites all over UK. And uh, people will park there, and they'll have like parking meters. Some of that one where they do things where it's like, yeah, they don't want anyone parking on their land. So they can hire this particular firm to just be like, right, yeah, um, come come and enforce it for us, put cameras up, do this, do that, and then any money that's made, they might make, they might split it or they might like take a cut or, or whatever. Um, so he's one of those bastards. Works, and and his, <laughs> his, his company director just says things to him like this, just goes, oh, he's the one that goes, oh, heads will roll for this. And uh, <laughs> there's too much toilet paper being used around here, you'll need... One foot front, one foot back, and one foot polish. I need to know what kind of Nazi boss this is that <laughs> goes off at his employees for using too much. Who who monitors the amount of toilet paper used in the business? Like, no, is it imagine. is it really hurting the bottom line? Pardon the pun. That much. <laughs> but like, if they can't do that, what? I know it's like you just tell me just because you're. <laughs> he goes, oh, we haven't got any toilet rolls. He goes, oh, I'm just going to rob some from work. <laughs> so, so is that what it is? You've got mountains of toilet roll in your house. 
<laughs> and his boss is <laughs> like, somebody's going in and using a goal at a time. <laughs> to be honest though, I'm known for using quite a bit. I, I just want to make sure it's like fully clean around here. <laughs> you're I, just, you're having a look each time to see how much is on it. No, that's clean, we'll go down, down. <laughs> just like, oh, there's getting less and less. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's blood, that's not good. <laughs> that's blood. Oh my God, that's, that's herpes. <laughs> I must have got it from one of those uh, ladybirds. It is funny though, like our, our places, it's not got the rolls of toilet paper. I imagine it is. I imagine it is though that it's like it must, it must be like Nazi Germany. They must have like the. You can go to places where it's really shit, really cheap toilet paper. It's like it's like you're wiping your ass on A4. <laughs> it's it's fucking horrible. Uh, have you ever had to like, do that? <laughs> I've um. I'm just trying to think if I've ever tried. There's been times <laughs> he told me about once. He, d- he had a shit, and he just goes, "Ah, oh, uh, there were no toilet paper, so I had to use carrier bags that were in the bin." Because <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> it was disgusting. There was I, uh, there was a guy at, at my place. He I think he got fired. So before he left, he went into the toilets and took a shit in the middle of the floor and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how horrible oh. can you be what a horrible human being <laughs> and I don't think there was any toilet paper left on the floor either he just did a big dump and walked out <laughs> I, um, there's been times when I've had like a crap outside and I've had to like wipe my ass on trees <laughs> on trees? <laughs> what kind of yeah well they had, like, they had some like pretty crazy like pine there, trees so or just, something <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like you know, I'll I'll do it like that. So I just thought it'd be, <laughs> I, th- I thought it'd be like an experience, and it w- it was nice getting all the fresh air out. But oh my god, because there's no, if you've ever had a crap outside, ladies and gents, you know how much it stinks. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely. I know it's it's better outside because you've got like all the air to kind of get it away. You uh, <laughs> like blow it away. Yeah, yeah, you're you're better outside for it. There was uh, one of my friends uh, who was in the army. He uh, he had like he he was away and uh, they were on some like exercise. And he said I, I went up to take a shit up in this uh, this like field. And he said I was sat there just kind of pant- pants down, giving it a go. And he said I noticed something in the grass. And he said I was just like kind of kicking it with my foot, like trying to figure out what it was. It was like metal kind of popping out of the ground. And then he said it started ticking, and I realised it was an unexploded artillery shell. <laughs> so I like just took off running, pulling my pants up as I'm running down the <laughs> down the hill. And he told everybody, and they all just started laughing at him. He was like, "Don't go yeah, up shit. there." Artillery shell. <laughs> I was like, "God, did you crap yourself?" He was like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> Excuse the <bump>. uh, <laughs> the bottom line. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's horrendous. It's. Uh, I, uh, I once had it. Once when we were playing a we were playing a gig in uh, Wales. I don't know if I've, if I've mentioned it. I feel like. No, I've, no, I've never heard uh, about a Wales gig. Yeah, we had a gig in Wales, like one of my old bands, and we got this. Uh, what, like that big Wales. whale from uh, Pinocchio? Was you inside him? Oh no, no, not not that big a whale. Oh, okay. Uh, beach whale. Oh, right. But we were in this. Uh, we well, we were in Wales in Wrexham, this place. And uh, we were basically playing a gig, and it would like it were it were a back of a wagon, like back of a lorry, absolutely horrible. Wait, you played a gig in the back of a lorry? 
Yeah, it was like, you, you know the massive lorries you can get? With the side it's opens, crazy. right? It wasn't like they locked you in and just made you play music while they drove <laughs> oh, no. around. Acoustics would have been horrendous, the feedback. <laughs> um, but what it was like is, so they basically like uh, pulled down the sides um, and then they set up all the equipment. What we had to do is we like played on that. And I was like, oh, this is exciting, playing a gig in another country. And we're saying to one of his pals that needed a passport, I'm trying to scare him. <laughs> it just goes, oh, oh, no. No, I don't, Dave. And I'm like, you do, mate. You need a passport. Um, so in, in end, he didn't believe it. But we got this singer. We had a new singer. And uh, we got rid of his old singer. We didn't really get on with him. And uh, with his new singer called Aero, nice lad, he, uh, he met us for the first time and it, it was just it was quite funny. I think he more or less like, we picked him up first time, went, oh, you've got a gig. And he goes, oh, all right. So I think we'd had one practice with him and then we picked him up on the way to Wales, drove down to Wales with him. And uh, there were these loads of police. And because, you know, like at gigs, loads of people are smoking drugs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> they were just like, oh, have you got any drugs, lads? And I went, well, no, no, we're all right. And he goes, are you sure? And then I went, come on, Aero, give it up. We know you've got some drugs. <laughs> oh, no. So they strip searched him. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got him strip searched. It was only the second day I met him. Oh. Um, so, like, yeah, they were just checking him for weed and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Quite funny. Um, I, had a, I had a mate that did that at, uh, well, from college, and I kind of saw him a bit around uni as well, but he went to, like, he was, he was walking past somewhere with one of his friends, and... They were like walking past the police and he said to his mate, quick, put it away, there's the cops. And like, they, they stopped him and searched both of them as well. I was like, oh, you idiots, why would you do that? It's so bad. They searched them both? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick, put it away, it's the cops. What, was that in America? No, that was over here. Yeah. It's the popo, barbo. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I remember, I remember once with, with police, actually, my mate Bruce. We were um, Bruce slash Jazz. Uh, we were all up, you know when you'd be like about 14, 15 and drinking cans of beer in park? No, we carry on. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, um, so probably about 20 years ago for you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were just like about 14, 15 in park, drinking a couple of cans of beer. And police used to come up every Friday night without fail. So if you saw him, you'd just like put your beer somewhere. In. Uh, so basically, the mate Jazz got his beer took off him. And then while they're just taking it off him, I've just got my beer in my hand, drinking it in front of police. Just going, come on, Jared, you know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there, they didn't even see mine. I'm just like, thank you, officer. It was great. Is it? Yeah. was like, thank you, officer. It was wicked. <laughs> and, um, we used to go up every, every Friday and go to shops, and we'll probably take up about a fiver. We got a takeaway, got a Chinese, and go up for a few hours and that. Um, just it, that'd be a Friday night. So, oh, you're going up Stannington? Yeah, yeah. You coming up? Oh, I might do. I'll probably come up a bit later. My mom's going to drop me off. Oh. And there'd just be about fifty here walking around the streets. <laughs> did, did Did you ever drink White Lightning as well? Oh yeah. Oh. I had a neighbour, an old neighbour that used to drink White Lightning, and it one of the first drinks I tried. I about eleven, and uh, we were just. We just sit on his neighbour's back, like a, a backyard. Eleven. Like yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So about eleven, um, and 
she had like some white lightning and stuff. I think she was a bit of an alcoholic because um, she was drinking all the time and always pissed. But she she gave me something I'm like that. That's all right. Because don't tell your mum. That's all right. Wait, what was it? Was this woman grooming you? What was going on here? Oh no, she wasn't like, touching. Don't me. tell your mum. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it was consensual. <laughs> no. Consensual at the age of eleven. Um, but it, yeah, it was like I think she had a drinking problem. To be fair, but she uh, yeah, she gave me some white light in it. To be honest, it was nice. I thought it would taste nice. No, it was cheap. It tastes like petrol or methylated spirit. It's horrible. I had some. And it was probably I'd I hadn't been drinking too long and uh, I was at uh, that Notting Hill Carnival and this guy was like, you like cider? I was like, yeah, yeah, I like cider, that's like pretty much all I drink. And he was like, oh, right, I'll get you some. So he got me this, these cans and I was like, white lightning, oh, I've never heard of that. Let's, let's crack one of these open. Had like a mouthful and was like, this is the most horrible shit I've ever had. And he bought me like <laughs> six cans. So Oh was, my God, the man, have you ever had like some of them proper scrubber drinks, like special brew? No. Like white lightning's probably as worst as I've gone, and I'd carry these six cans around with me the rest of the day. I didn't want to like kind of insult him by going, "Oh, this stuff's shit," and throwing it away. I was like, "Oh, I know they're they're nice. I'm gonna save them for later." Them, I, I quite like that. And it was like I'd never touch the crap again. It was horrible. But you could get like a two liter bottle of it for like fifteen pence from the shop. <laughs> yeah, it. Um, I remember used to be get like, remember black. Like, Massive bottles of Strongbow or White Light, you know, summer. You'd be buying that and like, oh, say you go to an house party, like, what you got? Oh, I've got some, I've got some tinnies, or <laughs> I've got some of these. I've got, I've got some bottle of, of cider and stuff, and you're like, oh god. I, I remember like being in like in school and like in some house parties. I don't know if I've told you the story, but this one lad who had a party in his cottage. I don't know if it was like year ten or eleven. His parents were away and he lived in countryside. And uh, I don't know if they were refurbishing or what, but he had like a cottage, and then he had a room with all his hens in. I think the hen, the hens or chickens. So he had like a hen house. Yeah. Uh, they'd laid, yeah, uh, they'd laid loads <laughs> of eggs, and uh, he was like doing for whatever, and uh, <laughs> they were just in there, and like loads of lads just went in, nicked loads of eggs, and just started throwing them at everyone in the oh. house. So like you, you had that, and then one lad, there were like loads of different holes in walls. From like where they were refurbishing, and he just goes and boots wall and makes it even bigger. Holes. Oh my god! I'm just like, well, what are you doing? And there were just loads of us, like of people just being sick, and it was just it was like one of the best parties ever. It was great. I had I had one uh, one of my friends. I'm I'm still friends with him now. We went to his. He had a big one at his house. I think he when yeah. he was like, I think it might have been when he turned eighteen or no no it was a barbecue after his eighteenth. Uh, while after and like there was loads of us there and the next is I think his parents were supposed to be away till like the Sunday night and it was a Saturday when we we'd got up we stopped there and like there was pictures like canvases paintings in the houses that just had holes punched through them and like <laughs> the back garden was a shithole there was cans and bottles all over the place puke in different places and then like they'd called him and said oh yeah we're coming home like early it was like something from a like from an episode of Keenan and Kel or something and they were like yeah we're coming home now so uh, we'll, we'll be back soon and I was like okay and I went and caught the bus with this like horrible chav that was there that I don't even know how he knew him but like I went and like this, this horrible chav guy was there and like he was banging on about all these birds he'd chatted up the night before and I was like just stood there thinking how you're like 
the biggest chav I've ever seen. He had like these pop away <laughs> tracksuit bottoms on. He had one of those tra- chav jackets and like a, a chavy Burberry hat as well. He had gold chains and the lot. And I was like, what? Who will why? Yeah. I was like, what is this? I'm like, what? what is this really? And then I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that sure was a crazy party. <laughs> they could get away from me. I hate you. I'm hungover and I hate you so much. And like, we got the bus. I think I sat like further up away from him. I was just like, God, I'm getting away from this asshole. I can't stand him. <laughs> I remember one of someone like along them lines, or like a, a lad, and uh, he was biggest scrubber around our parts, like proper scrubber, like like caps, tracky bottoms, shoes. And the thing is, like a lot of us, a lot of lads were like dressing a bit more, like a bit more chavvy, because we were a time when it was like kind of fashionable. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was just dressed like it, and then he had nerve as he walks past me and goes, "You little chav." <laughs> <laughs> I just went, "Are you are you having a laugh?" Oh, yeah. You're about twenty six. That, that <laughs> twenty six year old chav got a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me, I had a uh, there was like one of my cousins. He he was having his engagement party, and they were having this fancy dress couldn't think what to go as and I was kind of thinking I might go as a chav like a very stereotypical <laughs> chav I'll get like these old beat up trainers I've got I'll put them on I'll put some trackies bottoms on I got like this Burberry shirt button down that I had like about four buttons down so like my chest was all out and like this pale white chest <laughs> and then like I got this Burberry hat I put on sideways and I had like a couple gold oh, chains Burberry. I, I haven't seen that in years and like I went and the problem was I don't know how many people there thought that I wasn't in fancy dress and just thought look at that chab dickhead what's he doing here and there was this guy I knew from school a little bit and he was like he was a bit more kind of like hardcore full on and I remember he was there with his girlfriend and he just kept staring me out like he wanted to burn through my soul with his eyes and I was sat there thinking, okay, I don't know if he thinks, one, I'm either offending him because he is a chav and he's clustered up a bit tonight and he hates me for taking the piss out of him, or he thinks I'm a chav and he hates me because I'm a chav. Which one is it? So I was just kind of like, oh shit, I went downstairs with like my other cousin to like get something to eat and like he came down with his girlfriend and I think the whole time he just wanted to kill me and I never wanted to ask him. I'd never want to say, look, I'm, I'm not really a chav, I'm joking, in case he was like, I know, that's the problem, I hate you, stop making fun of my kind. So I was just like, <laughs> oh, God, because he was like, he was full on, and I think he'd have just killed me or something. He was like, that kind of, you could just see, like, the pent-up rage inside of him. He was just stood there looking like he was ready to blow all the time, like, almost, like, roided out, you know, and they're there, and they're, like, they're staring straight through you. And they're like, you can see their arms pulsating, but they just stood still. It was like that. I was like, there's not a chance I'm saying anything to him. He probably can't feel pain at this stage. I need to just get near people again and go home because I hate wearing this. It's causing me problems. I've got to get out of here. It's horrible. It's, um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't think I've ever like gone anything like that for Halloween. Uh, no, it wasn't we're, Halloween. We're Halloween. It was just like a fancy dress thing, and I've. I, I hate most fancy dress stuff, to be fair. I like doing it for Halloween, but that's, like, the only time. I had one uh, not long ago, 
year, year and a half ago maybe, and it was uh, this 1920s themed thing, and like, I didn't have a job at the time, so I had to use like my suit from my graduation, and yeah. I was like, look, it's not 1920s themed, I can't afford to go out and get something that, even rent something that looks like that, it's just, it's too much, I've got no money. And they were like, no, no, uh, it'll be alright, just wear that. And the whole night I hated it. Like, the trousers that I've got for my suit for a start, I hate. They need to be, like, tailored. They're not the right size for me at all, but, like, the jacket and everything else worked. And I, I just felt awkward the whole night. I hated what I was wearing, like, the whole time. I think it was the trousers that killed it. I can wear a jacket and a shirt. I don't mind that. But I hate wearing trousers so much. I'll even wear shoes, and I don't mind that too much. But trousers, they just... I hate them. They're uncomfortable. They're slidey. They're, like... You sit down, and they're moving around your leg like the two like silky or something it's horrible first though i like i like being smart occasionally um like well-fitted stuff i mean like i've got like my suit and it's uh it fits really well like i'm well chuffed with it um when i watch that boxing match i'm like well like, this is nice this i'm like it's like it was like really smart and uh it went too expensive about 100 and actually it could have been it could have been 100 and I think in total, like the waistcoat and everything, it was about what, 100 and something pound, maybe 190. Yeah, I think that's roughly what mine was when I got it. Where'd you wear by yours? Uh, it took me ages. I was in Meadow Hall, couldn't decide. Uh, it's at the back of Meadow Hall, I can't remember where, uh, which shop. It's one of those, like, where all the, the clothes ones are, but it's right at the back. There was one I saw in Hugo Boss that I wanted at first, and I'd seen it for. I think it was 130 when I saw it and I was like that it's like the best suit I'm buying that I'm going in so I went to have a look at it and it was the waistcoat that was 130 quid and I was like <laughs> oh, God. right so not even the jackets that just like the vest thing and they're like yeah yeah I was like, right I need to go somewhere else <laughs> it, okay, yeah it's um I mean, I were in there and they said to me, they went, right, you can get this, you can get this suit for 120 quid. I went, okay. And they went, and you get something for free with it. Then you can either get a free waistcoat, shoes, shirt, or a tie. And the only thing I had were a tie at home. I'm like, well, I've got a tie, but I need all three of those. So I went, tell you what, I went, just give me dearest one free, and then I'll just pick these two. I'll just have this waistcoat and I'll have this white shirt. And I tried it on and it just goes, it, it always tends to be gay guys that like are just the, the best at fashion like yeah this, this will be good and you yeah. should try it with this mate and do it like that and they'll flirt a bit and you're like oh, okay you, you kind of like of... You, you trust it a bit more though because you're like well if you find me pretty in this all the ladies are going to find <laughs> me pretty <laughs> <laughs> it's just like because well maybe I shouldn't go down Dempsey <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Dempsey's is, is a gay bar just for all you listeners out there. you're like wait so will this make me only attractive to gay guys, or what, what's the deal here? Or straight guys. <laughs> or straight ever, curious guys, what, what is it here? Have you ever been to a gay bar? Um, yes, yes I have. Uh, I can't remember if I've talked about it, it was a friend's birthday, and she wanted to go in and I was like, kind of a bit, bit apprehensive. I was younger now, I really wouldn't care, I'd go to one. I've got like a few gay friends and I think, you know what, you guys want to go to a gay bar, I'd go in, we'd have a laugh. Anybody came up, I'd be like, 
it will be like that episode of How I Met Your Mother where they're like, no, but thank you for asking. And then by the end of it, they're like, we're not pieces of meat, get away. <laughs> but like, I, I went in and I thought, oh yeah, this, uh, okay, yeah, we'll go in. And it was not at all what I expected. I guess I expected like men dancing in cages and stuff. But like, it was, there was all these like, incredibly muscly dudes in there and you know you know the mask the the film like that bad guy in the mask movie there was a man in there that looked just like him and i was terrified he was going to put on the mask and become that scary villain that he does in the casino so i just wanted to leave the whole time because i was scared <laughs> of that man and like i i just i wanted to get out now now i'm not really too bothered but then it was like years back and i was a little I didn't really have a problem with it. I was just kind of like, I don't want to go in because it's scary. <laughs> Me and one of the lads at work, uh, Terence, has just left. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we were talking about uh, The Mask. Such such a good film. We talking about it the other day. Um, but my, my experience in a gay bar, I mean, I've been in Dempsey's a couple of times. Uh, it's pretty good, to be fair. It's one of them places that's like, oh, God. Everyone's gonna be like, everyone's gonna be like trying to bum me. There's gonna be and like guys it, in those kind of like fishnet tops that you can see through, like with glow yeah. sticks and stuff dancing like right up in your face. Video. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. There's an Indian when man walks past you. <laughs> it was like, where and when's the next I want to break free, man? <laughs> it was just, it was crazy. I, I got, I got there and within. 10 seconds of getting out of the taxi and this bloke's like ah yeah <laughs> it's not not even me cliche or uh, homophobic yeah, yeah. it's like that, that's not what he said yeah I went, I went thank you I'm not gay <laughs> <laughs> just right away not gay <laughs> not gay <laughs> you, you go up to the bar can I have that I'm not gay by the way can I have a <laughs> yeah, I'm not gay <laughs> uh it's, uh, it, it were a few years back uh, when we went and there was girl just goes and she, oh, she was like, she was horrifying. She was one of those that were like, oh my god, even in a straight bar, even in a straight bar, you would have been the best looking. <laughs> you was like, yeah. She asked us, are you gay? And I went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> For you, yes. Currently, I'm thinking about it. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking about becoming gay. For you. Have you never, you've never like. Use that excuse genuinely when somebody's asked you, like, oh, I'm gay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I was about 16. I've had a few. Uh, nothing would happen when I was 16 anyway, but like, then there were girls who was like, didn't, didn't try it, and you're like, oh no, I'm, uh, I'm gay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the, the, there is some, I've said it to a few people, and they're like, oh, this, this woman, she won't leave me alone. Like, like, three little words. Homer Simpson taught me this I am gay. It just solves your problem. You're like, okay, leave me alone. Then they're like, oh. But then you kind of raise the other possibility of they want to become your like your best friend, so they can have like a gay best friend. And you're like, no, I still don't like you. Get away from me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. And then it's like that's even worse when you're in the friends. You're in the not even the friend zone that you can get out. The of. gay friend zone. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm in that the gay that zone. straight guy friends are, <laughs> it's really weird. I'm gonna have to go shopping with her, and oh god, I could try on bras. 
Like, sorry. And that's just you. <laughs> just like, because I'm not attractive. No. <laughs> that's exactly what the problem is. <laughs> I could pull that dress off better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not literally, of course, because I'm gay. <laughs> but you know. Uh, uh, well, uh, I think we've. Uh, We've had a good run on tonight's show. We're almost at 50 minutes, so I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I think we'll wrap it up if you're all right, too. Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. We've, uh, we've had a good one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you can, uh, maybe email us and not hack our accounts, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> also, if you like our you know, Facebook, is it the D, is it the D listers or yes, the D listers or um, at D listers? Hopefully. Yeah, so have a look. I've not been sharing the page as much as I should have. Uh, uh, I think it's in the description. No, uh, there's a few more I've got to uh, share it to as well. So um, hopefully we'll have a bigger audience for all you guys. But share it amongst your friends as well. If you think we're funny yeah, and you've got friends that you kind of both think the same things are funny, let them have a listen. They might they might like us as well. Thanks. Goodbye. So uh, we'll leave it there for this week, and uh, thank you guys very much. We'll see you later. <laughs>